to wrestle? <laughs> we got two words for ya! Listening to Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast with your host, the Supreme Dream and the Irish Nightmare. That's right. This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. I am the Irish Nightmare. And you hear that? Yes, those are crickets because I am on my own today for the show um the supreme dream is actually as we speak um on his honeymoon um he has gotten married on uh friday night 316 and um packed yesterday and is now probably sitting by the pool sipping some adult cocktails so um i'm here doing this week's show by myself uh wishing well, screw that. Wishing him well. He's more well than I am sitting here in the city of Philadelphia while he's down in beautiful Riviera Maya, Mexico. So um, this is probably going to be a, an abbreviated show. Um, I'm not going to bore you too much with just the one voice that is myself. Um, but we're going to touch on things that have been going on in the wrestling industry, um, especially WWE. So um, I'm going to hop right into these not so much breaking news, but just things that have been going on since our last show, um, which was our recap of, uh, or the preview to Fastlane, and we'll touch on the results and leading into Mania. But first, I wanted to talk about, which has been uh, developing for about a month or so, and that's this Richard Rodriguez um I don't know if you want to call it a case or everything going on with the video made by this guy, John Bravo, who is just doing a documentary from all the evidence that um, Richard Rodriguez has had about dealing steroids. He's a former gym owner who dealt steroids, and I guess he's also a physician who administered the steroids. And um, so he named names such as Josh Dumel and uh, and. Apparently, as of this past Friday night on the 16th, he was supposed to release a video basically condemning Roman Reigns and all this all this evidence that he had and text messages and emails. And it comes out to be what everyone assumed it was going to be, which was not a lot at all, nothing really implicating Reigns at all. And by the end of it, uh, basically saying, well, all my other evidence and all the other laptops are in the custody of the federal government so once he gets a hold of them then we'll see the real evidence so basically stay tuned and look for the next video so i mean it's right now it looks like a load of crap um and a part of me is glad because you don't want to see roman reigns go down for something this stupid um you hope that he's really not involved and you hope he was telling the truth when he said he didn't um he didn't know the guy and didn't do anything, but uh, you never know. So, I mean, maybe, hey, in, in a month or so, it comes out that the guy did really have evidence. But right now, it doesn't look good for him anyway. He looks like he's a liar and just trying to get publicity at this point. Um, so, I mean, yeah, um, we'll see in the upcoming, I guess, months. But uh, that would it would have really sucked if 
well, depending on your point of view, it would have sucked if Roman Reigns was suspended to miss Mania, depending if you wanted to see him against Brock or not. Myself and the Dream, personally, not a big fan of the Brock Reigns match, but if you're going to put the title on Reigns, who is a full-time guy, it's better than having it on Brock, who's completely a ghost um, in the company, so that's better, but you never know. Um, so I guess the title match or the main main event match for uh, Raw's title, for the Universal title, is safe as of right now, and so uh, we'll see how far that goes. Um, another thing, another controversial thing that, that has happened this past week is uh, when they announced the Fabulous Moolah Women's Battle Royal for WrestleMania, and um, the concept was a, is a great, great concept to further enhance and get eyes on the women of professional wrestling, of the WWE, but now this is something that came out of nowhere for, I, I would assume that people, at least people my age, who um, really didn't know the backstory behind the Fabulous Moolah, who now from all these reports coming out that she was uh, coercing young women who were trying – who were young women wrestlers at that time to do sexual favors for bookers and – and um, I mean bookers and the, the, just the heads of territories and stuff like that to do sexual favors for them and, uh, and then blackmailing them and telling them they'll never work for the company and stuff like that and really not a good person, <laughs> which um, – it's it's sad for the for the women that had to go through that, uh, and so WWE was in full on recovery mode and trying to patch this up. I'm sure as quickly as they possibly could. So by I think it was Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, they came out and addressed it and changed the name to I believe it's the Women's WrestleMania Battle Royal. Um, not a big change, obviously, but enough to where you take obviously take Moolah's name off it. You can't keep that on there. But see, what the thing I noticed is this might make it a lot harder for someone like China to get into the Hall of Fame, um, which because at least from what Triple H said, he didn't well, – one of the reasons that China is not in and might not be in in the future anytime soon anyway is that um, they don't want – the youth and the young fans to Google China and see her past in the adult film industry. So it was to be a bad look on the company. So now with this fabulous Moolah thing coming out um, or just coming to light, I'm sure it was already out, but for a lot of people like myself who had no idea about this, it's just another black eye um, with that. And anyone who Googles, of course, Fabulous Moolah now, that's going to be the first thing that comes up because it's the most recent thing with Moolah. Just like now with China, I mean, people will do that. So that's not good for her (laughs) as far as getting in. Um, It could also not be good for Hulk Hogan. Um, Everyone knows what happened with him with the racial, excuse me, racial slurs that he um, said in the tape, the sex tape that he had and without his knowledge was being recorded and said this um, 
and then he was removed from the Hall of Fame and everything, everything else. So, and it looked like a lot of quiet rumors were that oh maybe it's almost time for him to come back. And I don't know if this will damage it like that, but I don't know. You never know. It could have an effect on it. So you really got to wait and see when it comes to that, um, because controversies like this is, is just. It, it kills a publicly traded company like WWE. So um, they got to really tread carefully when it comes to things like that. So, I mean, we'll see what, what it entails. I'm glad, I'm glad they just removed it and uh, fixed it as quickly as possible. And, and basically are focused on the main reason that the match was brought out was to showcase the women and with this women uh, evolution and, um, it's great wrestling. Uh, the girls are extremely talented that WWE has, and even, in, of course, in NXT as well. So to, you know what I mean, if they were just to outright cancel it, it'd be, it'd be a disappointment. I mean, and the, the girls themselves, the wrestlers themselves, they haven't done anything. So to just change the name and focus on the good, where this, uh, the good-intentioned match that this came from, um, I'm glad they did it so swiftly and, uh, Hopefully, can move past the ugliness that was uh, that was this whole debacle with Fabulous Mula. Um, also, now I'm going to move on to uh, Monday Night Raw, which um, of course was followed the night after Fastlane, and uh, I think one of the biggest things that came out of Monday Night Raw was the uh, announcement of the Fatal Five Way tag team match that was going to determine who was wrestling the bar at Mania. And um, right as the match was about to begin, all the tag teams were out, and all of a sudden, Braun Strowman comes out. And I think it was kind of a little bit of a hesitation to see if anyone was going to come out with him, or behind him anyway, and then no one came out, and the match went on, and Strowman wins. And Strowman goes over on all these tag teams and destroys them. And now Braun Strowman is announced as the winner and will take on the bar at WrestleMania. So now the question is really, where do they go from here? Does the WWE find them a partner? I mean, you have, I've been hearing a couple different rumors of what they, what they should do. Um, I'm hearing a lot of Elias and Strowman, which was one of the Supreme Dreams uh, suggestions, and he alluded to that in our previous episode. Um, I'm also hearing the big show because his contract is up, and I think he also wants to wrestle one more match um, and make this his last Mania match and kind of end it and try and get on the card for Mania and be over. So big show's another one. I also heard a rumor of Kane. Uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, anything you do to promote his uh, current uh, run as for the mayor in Knoxville, but um, I think uh, that's another one that was named. I'm not, I don't know out of all three. I'm not quite a big fan of the Kane Stroman partnership for the titles, but I like the Elias thing. I liked it when uh, the Dream said it on our previous show. I don't mind Big Show. I think he deserves another match, um, one more match on Mania to kind of uh, at least just. Get get that last hurrah and get that last match. Everyone wants that one more match on Mania, like uh, Michaels did it, like Flair did it. So 
Of course, it's not going to be to that magnitude of either one of them. But still, the guy deserves it. He put his time in with WWE. He's always been um, a great superstar for them. And uh, he, I think he deserves to be on the card. And if that's the way to do it, that's the way to do it. Uh, also, we found out on Monday night that Ultimate Deletion will take place this upcoming Monday, um, which is tomorrow night, as I'm recording this right now on Sunday afternoon. Um, on Monday Night Raw. Now, the biggest thing is with this match is you have to hope, well, if you're a supporter of this whole feud with the Woken Matt Hardy, hopefully the resurgence of a Bray Wyatt, that they give this match its due time. You can't give them five, seven, ten, eleven minutes. You got to really let them dig in. You got to really hope that they give them a 23-minute match or whatever the hell you want to call this. I mean, it's not going to, I don't know how much of a match it's going to be, but you got to give them some time. You, you can't just cut this thing short, especially if you want to try and keep people invested. There's a lot of people who have already jumped ship and are not interested anymore, but there are people also like myself and The Dream who are very, um, very invested and, and really looking for Matt Hardy to be the Matt Hardy that we've seen in the independence is broken Matt to regain that, uh, that fire and the, and the, just the straight love that he was getting even before coming back to WWE. So let's, we're hoping for a very good match, a, a, a good length match anyway. And, uh, cause you know, these two can put it on. Um, but I, and one thing I know myself and, uh, and my partner in the dream both agree that we believe this isn't over, that whether it's a tag team forming between Bray and Matt, where the scenario of Bray being put into the lake of reincarnation and becoming, whether whether you want to call him broken or woken, whatever it's going to be, and then teaming with Hardy, which I guess could be a possibility for Mania to be throw them in there as well against the bar. Or just keep it going and um, have them set up, continue the feud and do another match at Mania. I guess it all depends on how this match comes off on Monday night to see if any, if they get the reaction, if they get the ratings, if uh, social media lights up afterwards. Um, so we'll see. But I know it's a long time coming. Ever since we saw Broken Matt the way he was, uh, a lot of people will, were – clamoring for this match, this Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy at the Hardy compound match. So now it's finally happening. We had the introduction of uh, Rebby Hardy, his wife and senior Benjamin, his kids. And of course the um, Vanguard one, his, uh, now I can't think of the word. <laughs> and I know then thank God the dreams on here because it'd be on my ass. Uh, <laughs> come on, spit it out if I did, but um, the drone Vanguard one, is what the word I was looking for. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's a lot being introduced. Um, there's talk of uh, Jeff Hardy had filmed a little bit for Ultimate Deletion at the Hardy compound. So maybe I guess there's a chance we could see him. Although with the DWI he recently got this past week, will they cut him out? Which I guess would determine if we, we see if him coming back soon or if WWE is going to hold him off TV for a kind of punishment slap, in the, slap on the wrist type thing. So I guess um, that will 
be determined if we see Jeff Hardy at Ultimate Deletion kind of uh, give you a little tip of the tip of their hand to see which way they're going with Jeff Hardy. Um, I mean, uh, other than that, on Monday Night Raw wasn't wasn't a lot that really happened um, as far as uh, you know what I mean. Big developments. I mean, you still you know that it's going to be the triple threat match for the Intercontinental title between Miz, Seth Rollins, and uh, Balor. I'm sorry. One of my favorite guys right now and almost forgot his name, Finn Balor. So that triple threat match should be great, of course. Um, We had the Strowman match, of course, uh, being that Strowman versus the bar. Um, You already have, of course, again, Brock doesn't show up. Reigns goes to the back into Gorilla talks to Vince, calling him his boy. Then they're in the office and he comes out and they say Reigns is suspended indefinitely. So you have that little bit of a storyline, but, and now Brock Lesnar is supposed to be on Raw tomorrow night. So we'll see if his suspension is going to be up and they'll finally meet, or they're going to keep him off, off air. And they're just going to have Brock there. Then way they never really see each other till mania or maybe even the week before. So we'll see where they go with that. Um, you still have the kind of Sasha Bailey thing, whether they're going to turn on each other, who's going to turn on who. Um, I'm hearing rumors of them not even going with this anymore and then just putting them into the women's WrestleMania Battle Royal, which I think will kind of be a a little bit of a letdown after all this kind of hinting at it. Um, But, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess they don't, they really are undecided on what they want to do with it. So, they just going to hide them away in the Battle Royal. Um, but, I mean, let's go to SmackDown where business has picked up um, a little bit, especially with Shane McMahon. Um, you had everything happen on Fastlane with the main event with Shane getting super kicked, first of all, after arguing with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn moves out of the way and, gets super, and Shane gets super kicked by Kevin Owens. Then when they get back in the ring, Kevin Owens looks like he's going to win the title. Shane pulls the leg of the referee, stopping the count. So then Owens is pissed off at him. Then a couple minutes later, it looks like Sammy's going to win. Shane then gets involved again, pulling Sammy out, screwing Sammy over. And then eventually AJ Styles goes on to retain his title, um, which means a John Cena loss, of course. Um, and of course, I of course I skipped that over <laughs> over that of Monday Night Raw. The only other big piece was, let me rewind that a little bit. Um, Cena calling out the Undertaker, which I think everyone thought the same thing with that was, if Cena doesn't win on Fastlane, that that probably means that the Undertaker Cena match is going to happen, um, and he comes out on Raw, calls out the Undertaker anyway again and says it multiple times, like he's calling Beetlejuice. Um, so, and everyone believes it's going to happen. Now, the biggest thing with this is, and we both believe it should happen, is you have Kid Rock being announced as the celebrity entry into the Hall of Fame for this year. For the So I'm not a big fan of him going in. I, th- I know a lot of people, there was a lot of backlash on Twitter and, and all of social media for that matter, um, that no one wanted him to be in, and everyone was making a big joke about it. But 
I think this could contribute to the Cena Undertaker storyline because, I mean, obviously, Kid Rock sang American Badass, and you can have him perform it live, make it a big thing. You have him come back as the American Badass, the Undertaker, and come out on the bike, and it would make sense because he sat the hat and jacket down in the ring last year, looked like Dead Man was done. Uh, so I think it would be a nice... It'd be a nice effect to have that live, live performance from Kid Rock, albeit, however many people don't like Kid Rock, uh, it'd be. It, I guess I don't know. I think it'd be pretty cool, cool idea and cool to see and a complete swerve on it just being the regular Undertaker again. But back to the fast lane. Um, like I said, AJ Styles retains, which is why. Cena went back to Raw, calling out The Undertaker. Um, so now you have a Kevin and Sammy being screwed. Um, you don't know what's going to happen anywhere else with a Dolph Ziggler because there was rumors of a Dolph Ziggler versus Shane match, but now that Shane has screwed Kevin and Sammy, you didn't know what was going to happen come Tuesday night on SmackDown. You had Charlotte retaining her title, which I don't think many people – uh, disagreed with that well, it wasn't going to happen. Everyone pretty much thought that she was going to hold on to it. But the surprise with the Charlotte thing on Fastlane was Asuka. You have Asuka come out and finally pick who she's facing, which was uh, Charlotte Flair, and who she thinks is the best champion in WWE. So, And she even said it, to beat the woman, you have to be the woman. I'm sorry. I completely screwed that up. <laughs> Holy God. I should have my wrestle fan card completely taken away. To be the woman, you have to beat the woman. Um, so, I mean, I like the matchup. It's, I'm not head over heels and really excited about it, but it's going to be a great match. Both women are very good in the ring. So, I mean, why not? It, it's Sure. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it, but it's going to be entertaining. Um, the other women's match on Fastlane, you have the tag team match with Becky Lynch and Naomi against um, Natty. And, oh, man, now I'm completely blanking. Uh, Natty and Carmella? God, see, this is when it pays off to have – the supreme dream here with me so he can be like all right idiot why don't you remember who fast lane was and uh and just spit it out and remember it um but i'm gonna have to go back on that one because i can't remember because my head is a little mush right now i'm to be honest i'm so a little hungover from his wedding um so i mean that match was still a throwaway match obviously it wasn't memorable enough for me because i can't remember who the other person was but also, you had probably the, one of the better, aside from the uh, salacious six-way, as Joe likes to call it, um, the six-pack challenge, other than that being a really good match, you still had the Usos and the New Day, um, which, of course, going in, it is the best rival, one of the best rivalries. It's the best tag team rivalry by far in the WWE. But, um, I mean, those four guys, or five guys, if you want to throw the third one in there, but completely tore it down like always but the only problem with was just as the match got good and was really really starting to get a lot of traction you had the bludgeon brothers come out and interfere no contest of course completely annihilate everybody 
setting up WrestleMania, of course, which would be a triple threat. But now, of course, it hasn't been announced yet officially. But, I mean, we, in our show, previewing Fastlane, thought this was going to happen, called this, and uh, but still bothered us because you wanted to see them go longer. You wanted to see these guys really tear it down. And I think they kind of stifled it a little bit. Um, it was a shame because we all know how good they are and how great they can be. So, I mean, it, it was, it left a little bit to be desired, um, to say the least. So, I mean, and that was really, you had, of course, the United States title match as well, where Randy Orton finally gets his long-coveted United, first United States championship, becoming a Grand Slam champion, beating the glorious one, um, which I think I'm, I'm pretty sure we called as well on our last show. Um, and I'm not – I don't have a problem with it, but I think, of course, the, that they're going to set up another triple threat match for Mania with, with that feud being Jinder versus Orton versus uh, Bobby Roode because Bobby Roode comes out on Tuesday night and he says he wants his rematch at Mania. But then later in the night, Jinder beats Roode. So now he has bragging rights that he beat him. So why should he get it? I'm sure that's, I'm sure that's all coming. So we'll see how that goes. Everyone's talking about it most likely being that anyway. So that will, is yet to be determined, but there's another one that we'll be looking at. Um, I mean, the whole the whole fast lane card was not bad. The Nakamura Rusev was it was good. It wasn't over the top great, but it was still a pretty solid match. You had two great workers. You have Rusev, the most over guy in the company, um, and Nakamura, of course, the Royal Rumble winner, and going to go on to face AJ Styles at Mania. So, and that was very good. But uh, I mean, other than that, it was. The New Day, like I said, the New Day and the Usos, no contest, but still started to look like a great match, like always. And then the six-pack challenge was a very good match. Again, was a little iffy on the ending. Um, and Oh, and by the way, it was Carmella. I was right. I didn't sound very sure at the time, but I was right. It was Carmella. Um, so Thursday, the biggest thing coming out of Thursday night, Thursday night, Man, I am frigging done today. This is horrible. Tuesday night on SmackDown, um, you have the aftermath of what's going to happen with Shane McMahon and how are Kevin and Sammy going to just react to being screwed out of the title, both of them, um, in a mere matter of minutes. So basically Shane McMahon has an announcement and says Kevin against Sammy Zayn for Mania and, of course, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens come out to the ring and just beat the hell out of Shane McMahon and really, really just tear his him a new one, take him into the back, um, powerbomb him onto the ladders, and he is just a broken man. So now it leads you to believe that, well, what's going to happen? I don't think anyone really believes it's still going to be Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn one-on-one at Mania. I can't see them sticking with that. Um, I know a lot of people believe it could be a triple threat match. 
And even if it is a triple threat match, I mean, it's you got three good workers there. Um, Shane always puts his body on the line, doesn't really doesn't really mind doing whatever's best for business to give people a show. And Kevin and Sammy are very, very, very good at what they do um, in the ring. So, I mean, it's if, if it is going to be a triple threat match, it's going to be a very, very entertaining one. Um, and, I mean, as far as that, I mean, I, w- I would like to see what they're going to do with Rusev for Mania. Um, you still have, of course, like I said, Nakamura Styles. You probably are going to have the Orton, Bobby Roode, um, and gender match at Mania. Of course, you're, like I said, we're going to have probably the Usos, New Day, and Bludgeon Brothers at Mania. You already have now Charlotte against Asuka. Um, Dolph Ziggler's a, a wild card for Mania. Um, Baron Corbin's a wild card for Mania. You still have all these guys like Benjamin and Gable and um, Fand- <laughs> Breezango, Fandango and Tyler Breeze and uh, Ty Dillinger and Mojo Raleigh and all these people that are kind of just hanging out down there in the mid card that you don't know what they're going to be done. I guess, I guess with the guys, I mean, are they still having the Andre the Giant Battle Royal now that they're having a women's uh, battle royal? You're going to have two battle royals for Mania. Um, it's just uh, there's a lot still up in the air. I mean, we're we're as of today, as I'm recording this right now, we are legitimately three weeks from WrestleMania. And man, does that not give you chills? Three weeks until the grandest stage of them all. Um, so there's still a lot to happen. Monday night, tomorrow night, there's a lot that's going to happen. You still you have Brock Lesnar coming back. Like I said, you have Ultimate Deletion. Um, what's going to happen with Strowman? Uh, is, is he going to give a partner? Is he going to go on and just be like that? There's a lot that still has to happen. Um, a lot has to build. A lot of storylines have to work. So We'll see. Um, I know one personal item I wanted, I would love to see, and myself and the Dream have talked about this already, is that we would like to see if they're going to do a triple threat match with the Usos, New Day, and Bludgeon Brothers, I would actually like to add Benjamin and Gable to that match, make it a fatal four-way tag team match, and then make it a ladder match and put the belts up, hanging above the ring, make it a ladder match, there's something about a ladder match at WrestleMania. Um, it, it's just so much fun, whether it's a TLC, whether it's a Money in the Bank. It doesn't matter. Um, it, it's always a show, and it's something you need on the I, you, I mean, no need on the card necessarily, but you want on the card because it's gimmick matches like that work all the time. Ladders, tables, whatever you want to do, when you throw them in there, it instantly gets gets fans off their feet. So um, that would be nice. Do I think they're going to do it? Most likely not. Because um, if they wanted Benjamin and Gable in there, they would have, I would assume, already um, inserted them somehow or found a way to insert them. But you never know. Like I said, we do still have three weeks, so there's still a good amount of time. You have to assume on Monday um, there might be a taker sighting. I don't know if, if we would see him actually physically in the arena or on a uh, – on a video package or something, but um, you would have to assume with three weeks away, it has to start building a, some kind of a storyline. Um, so there's a lot that, that has to go down, um, a lot to build. And um, these next three weeks, you got to buckle in and hold on because it's 
everything is starting to pick up and it's starting to uh, get down to the nitty gritty and see who who's going to be facing who and uh, for all the matches that we don't know yet. And um, it's going to be a fun uh, a fun ride to say the least. Um, and the one other thing I did want to touch on that just actually came out today, um, there is a WrestleMania magazine that has been put out by the WWE. And in it, uh, there is an interview with Mark Henry asking how does it feel to be in the 2018 Hall of Fame. And that hasn't been uh, – that hasn't been announced yet. So I would assume look for tomorrow afternoon or if you're listening to this today, <laughs> listen to this on Monday morning or Monday afternoon and uh, it's Monday already, listen, look for it today, um, that Mark Henry will most likely be announced for the, the last member in the Hall of Fame being three weeks out this he's probably the last one so um other than that there's uh not a lot more for me to go on i mean i've been talking for about 33 minutes now which to me feels like an eternity <laughs> because I, I am definitely not used to doing this by myself um and uh i'm hoping you're not too bored um with just my voice because i know i'm bored already just my voice but uh um, this next show we have coming up um, for next week, uh, we have a special guest host. I promise it'll get better. It won't just be me. Um, we have someone coming on. Um, so that will be fun to see. Let you guys see who we uh, who we got to fill in for the dream for a show because he won't be back until the following week. So um, obviously, I I miss having someone else to talk to because. Me sitting here in uh, in Man Cave Studios with the network on the mute, watching it myself and recording this sucks. <laughs> but um, I like talking wrestling with other people, so um, I hope uh, it wasn't too excruciating for you. Um, but yeah, I hope everyone has a good week. I hope you enjoyed uh, in Fast Lane and enjoyed the build the continued build to the road to WrestleMania. Um, and I uh, hope you enjoy Monday night raw and SmackDown and the ultimate deletion, of course, which I'll be clinging, clinging to my seat and not moving until, <laughs> until the end, because I cannot wait to see how they do it. And I'm hoping they do it right and uh, give it the time. It, um, it really deserves. Um, so that's it. That's, um, that's our abbreviated show this week. Um, Next week, like I said, we will have our guest host, so we should go our full normal hour or so. So um, it won't be as short and it won't be as boring, I promise. So I hope everyone had a good time. Um, I'll be talking to you guys uh, next week with our special guest, and you'll see who that is come next week. And until then, um, you can follow us on Twitter at 215Wrestling or on Facebook, facebook.com slash 215Wrestling. Um, and, uh, that's it. This is the Irish nightmare. And I'm going to end the show in honor of 316 and in honor of the Supreme dream and his wedding. And by the way, if, if you haven't seen it on Twitter, go on our Twitter, our Twitter feed and look up. I posted a Facebook link of the dreams entrance, which he, uh, ends with a stone cold stunner and gives me the stone cold stunner. It was a 
it was a pretty fun thing to do for his entrance with his wife. Um, and that's at 215 Wrestling. Go check that out. Um, but I'm going to end the show the only way I know how. And as a tribute to 316 and a tribute to my buddy, the Supreme Dream, I hope everyone enjoyed the show. And um, we'll see you guys uh, next week with our uh, special guest host. See you later.